0: The following is an HRN special episode all about the first Horse Radio Network Horse Lovers cruise. Join some fellow horse lovers from around the country on a fabulous four-day cruise, February 12, 2018. The following was taken from the Horses in the Morning show, when we announced the cruise, and all the details. This episode was hosted by Lisa Waisaki and myself, Glenn the Geek, with special guests HRN Cruise Director Rhonda, Travel Agent Michelle from MEI Travel, and Susan from Happy Trails in Nassau, the Bahamas. Stay tuned for all the details of the Horse Lover's Cruise 2018. You've heard us talk about her in the past. She is our legacy listener, which means, Lisa, that she has listened to every episode of every show, 6,100 episodes since the beginning of the Horse Radio Network. She's the only one. I have not listened to every episode of every show. She's the only one that we know about in the world that has done that, and we have. she's also a super cruiser, so we have made her the Horse Radio Network Cruise Director. Her name is Rhonda from Canada. Hi, Rhonda.
1: Good morning, Glenn and Lisa. Hi, Rhonda. Good morning. Thank you for agreeing to
0: be our cruise director. Should we call you Julie? Yes,
2: Julie McCoy, please. (laughs) Yes, that's right. That was her last name, wasn't it? I watched an episode of Love Boat just yesterday. Well, well. Oh, nice. I have it. I was getting ready for today. Jennifer
0: put together an intro that I'm not supposed to, uh, I'm supposed to remember to play. So let's play it now.
2: Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful
0: trip. Okay, that's not helping the people that are scared to get on a cruise ship. No, no, not
1: good.
0: (laughs) That's not helping.
1: (laughs) Rhonda, how many cruises have you been on? I have been on nine. Wow, wow. But by the time we cruise, it will be 12.
0: So, needless to say, you are an avid cruiser. Yes. Now, how many yes. Royal Caribbean um, cruises have you been on? Four. Okay.
1: So, but the, it'll be my six.
0: Before we get Michelle on from MEI Travel, let's explain why we chose to do a cruise here, a sponsored trip at Horse Radio Network, and why we chose to do a cruise. We got a lot of people saying, why not do a dude ranch? Why not go riding someplace? Or, you know, that kind of thing. Well, the first is food. Lots and lots of food. We'll get back to that. The second... (laughs) I'm a horse husband, after all. The second (laughs) is the time of year. We wanted to go in February because most people that are in the North, one, want to get out of the... Snow, and two don't have a lot going on with their horses. So that's the reason we picked February. If we went in the summer, then people are showing, and even you know, even lower level people are showing. Where you know, the only ones showing are the higher levels down here in Florida in February. So that's kind of why we picked that. Horse people are, tend to not want to leave their horses when they can actually ride, right? Whereas in the winter, they'll leave their horses when they can't ride anyway so that's why kind of why we picked uh we we wanted february plus we are traveling a lot more at the horse radio network to different events like so we we you know we didn't have time later in the year either so that's why February. Uh, and it's also one of the other reasons we did this, and, and actually Rhonda and I talked about this. We wanted it to be a vacation for everyone, that a non-horse husband or boyfriend could go along, that your kids could go along if you wanted to. And it's the reason that we chose a four-night cruise. It's short. It's not too long. And everybody can go have a good time. You don't have to worry about finding a horsey babysitter for too long. So that's why we chose what we did, is so that everybody could go along. Your non-horse husband could go have a good time. And you still could hang out with horsey people, right? So, and I will definitely have a get-together for the horse husbands on the boat, and I'm sure that will be at a bar someplace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that'll definitely happen. But, you know, your husband is kind of a non-horsey horse husband, and, you know, he kind of fits this bill of exactly what I'm talking about, right, Rhonda?
1: yeah yeah he he may not have gone to his dude ranch, but he's more than willing to come on this
0: right and and you know that's part of the reason that we did that and it's just an opportunity to go on vacation with other horse people. This is meant to be vacation, it's meant to be having a good time, but the but you have something in common with other people so if you're a first time cruiser Going with a group of people you have something in common with is perfect. Plus, we kind of guide you through the weekend, and we'll talk more about that, or through the week, rather, through the four nights. We kind of are there to guide and help you along the way. So it is definitely, if you're a first-timer, this type of cruise is perfect. I mean, Rhonda, she's an expert at this. Uh, you know, we're we're going to Rhonda with questions because she she's the one that knows all about this. Um, and did I mention food? You know, the good food <laughs> and lots of it. And, you know. Did I mention that, Rhonda? Just want to make sure I mention that again. There's
1: always good food. Always Even good for food. me, there's good food. I know, it's the Rhonda. Biggest eater in the world.
0: Rhonda and will not eat I anything. I don't know how you eat on a cruise, to be honest. They
1: don't <laughs> eat anything. <laughs> they have everything.
0: That's true. And Including that's cookies. one of the things about a cruise. You can tell them exactly what you want, and they'll make it. I mean. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah.
2: I mean, That's cool. I've never been on a cruise. You can order
1: off-menu. Oh, are you going to wow. come, Lisa?
2: Well, I'm checking my schedule. I've got I've got some things pending, so um, I would love to come. But I I would not consider going on a cruise, as you said, Glenn, without having you know like a group of like minded people or a group of people that I knew and trusted who had were more experienced cruisers. So this would be, if I do go, this would be perfect for somebody like me.
0: It'd be perfect because you get to hang out with us. That's, I know. That's why. <laughs> all right. Now, let's, that was a perfect transition into bringing somebody on who knows a lot about cruising with groups. And that is Michelle from MEI Travel, which is a travel agent that's helping us get all, the, all of this set up, the Horse Lovers Cruise 2018 set up.
3: Hi, Michelle. Good morning. How are you guys? Good.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Now, before we get started, I wanted to ask you about MEI Travel. Tell us a little bit about the travel agency.
3: No problem. Um, We are an online agency that was started by um, my boss and friend I've known for 20 years. I've been an agent for 25. Um, And she started basically a Disney division, which is her passion. Um, So we do all things Disney on one side of our, our office. And then we have a separate MEI travel side that is Cruises, tours, um, packages around the world. So that's where the Royal Caribbean side fits in, is we do all cruise lines, river cruises, tours, packages, hotels, you know, things like that that are non-Disney related. So that she's been around for ten years, but we've had much more experience than that, both of us about twenty years. And she just started an online agency and has over a hundred agents working with her.
2: Wow!
0: I knew it was big because every. Every Disney cruise I hear about that are done by podcasters, uh, you know, Royal Caribbean blog, Matt over there, Rhonda just went on one of those right. cruises. Yep. They use you guys. So when I thought about this, I didn't I didn't have any hesitation who I was going to call. There was just no hesitation. Well, because...
3: that we appreciate that. That's that's a great compliment.
0: Well, and if people want to follow along while we're talking here, they can go to horseloverscruise.com. Horseloverscruise.com will bring you to the page that basically describes everything we're going to talk about today. So if you want to, if you want to yep. go there to follow along, you can. We also started a Facebook group. Just search for Horse Lovers Cruise on Facebook. It'll, it'll bring you, we're the only one. So it'll bring you there. And that's a closed group where we can all hang out. If you're even interested in coming in the cruise, We'll be doing all the announcements in there. We'll be posting a lot of different stuff about the ports and things. So if you're even remotely interested, then uh, definitely become part of that group. So now tell us about the cruise that we chose.
3: So we, just like you said, we decided on a little bit uh, shorter cruise. They offer three-night, four-night, seven-night, and you know nine-plus nights. And we thought, like you said, Glenn, based on your people that are traveling with you, that four nights would be great because when you get on a shorter cruise, you're on and off too fast to relieve really and enjoy it. So we chose the Enchantment of the Seas. It's um, based out of Miami. That's where it sails round trip right now. They do ship their ships ships a lot from where they sail, but this is where it's based. It's a Vision class ship. That's um, those were initially created about twenty twenty five years ago to have more windows. And a lot of them at that time, Alaska was the hot cruise market to go to. So they, they made a lot of these vision class ships with a lot of windows that you could see through for mostly Alaskan cruises. And then they've moved them around. So it's a, it's a great, what I call mid-level ship for Royal Caribbean, because there are some smaller and there are some much, much larger, as you know, in Royal Caribbean. I've been on about 15 of their 26 20- three or four ships that they have now. I don't even know what their count is up to. So I've been on a lot of the – I've been on every class they have. Um, This is a great one to start with because it's not too overwhelming or overpowering, I think, like their Oasis class, their mega ships. But they do have still lots to do. They have the spa, the fitness center, the pools, Broadway shows that you go to at night. Um, And I just think it's a great introductory cruise, and we chose February based on what you guys wanted, February 12th through the 16th, so, you know, it's kind of a nice time of the year to go cruising, because it's typically always about 80 degrees in the Bahamas and in that area that you're cruising to during
2: and that time of the year. And so it's right over Valentine's pool. Day.
3: It is over Valentine's Day. Oh, I didn't even yeah. think about that. So that's
2: yeah, of, that's awesome. <laughs> that's oh. kind
3: of an extra bonus bonus, so, um, for getting away and, you know, making it special and... um and I do know that you you have a lot of people that haven't cruised before and there's always questions about, I don't want to cruise. I'm scared of being seasick and different things. And, you know, we always address that. It's, you know, there's always little levels of, of those kind of things. But I think like you've said, the best way to cruise is with people that you have an interest in, because honestly, when you go with the people that have an interest in something, the cruise is just kind of your docking station to be on, to be with the people that you're with. So it's, I think that part of it is a great way to start cruising, you know, to get introduced. You know, like, Rhonda and I have worked together for years, and so she's she'll go with family on some cruises, probably, and then she'll go on with groups of people, like the Royal Caribbean Blog, to be with like-minded people with that. So it's, it's a great way to start.
0: And, you know, the other thing, too, um, is... We picked this cruise, this particular cruise, f- designed for new people because it has a port every day. So basically, yeah. if you want to get off, you don't have to get off at the ports, but if you want to get yeah. off at the port every day, you're, you're using the cruise ship as a floating hotel. You're going to come back on, you're going to eat, you're going to eat your breakfast and your dinners, and you're going to sleep, and you're going to go to the entertainments or the bars or the casinos or whatever. It's basically a floating hotel. If you get off the cruise or the cruise ship every day in port, that's what it is. So, you know, for those people that aren't quite sure, it's actually a good cruise to take for the first time because you can get off every day. Whereas the one Jennifer and I are doing next month on the Oasis, which is, what, the second largest ship they have at Royal Caribbean? It's big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> so we're going on that one. There's 4 days just cruising and only 3 days in port, which right. we designed it because we like being on the ship. So we like yeah. being at sea and hanging out and relaxing and you know not going into port every 10 seconds. So it is um right. it is one of the reasons that we picked this particular cruise. So actually it's one of the things I've done that I've actually put some thought into with the help of Rhonda and I know Jennifer's shocked.
2: Glenn thinking that's a scary thought (laughs) actually planning
0: something that's scary to begin with right Rhonda (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) so now we do have let's talk about the ports real quick let's go over those
3: okay so Nassau is um the biggest city in the the Bahama chain of islands um it's and so you dock right in, you're going to dock right at Nassau. Um, that's one great thing that we're not going to tender at these ports, and tendering is where you would have to take a little boat into your port, and that's time sensitive. You know, it takes a lot more time to do that. But these, these are, we're going to pull right up and be able to walk off the ship um, in Nassau. You can walk just around the little... Area where they have, right off the cruise ship, there's a little town, and there's a lot of stores there, and there's a lot of um, eating and drinking that you can do there in different venues, and you can take shore tours and off from there. Um, You can see Atlantis right when you dock. The big hotel Atlantis is right there. So that's Nassau. A lot of people get off just to walk around, and then they come back on a couple hours later. Perfectly, you know, fine to do that kind of thing. Very safe. Um, And then Coco Cay is their private island, one of the islands in the Bahamas that they've bought so that is basically what I call your beach day. They've got a lot of things that you can do, though. If you don't want, to, if you're not a beach sitting around person, you can snorkel, kayak, rent jet skis, um, things like that. So there are activities that you can book and do there. But most people use it as kind of their relaxing beach day to just kind of hang out, and it's beautiful. They've done a really good job at setting it up. And then the last port we go to is Key West. Um that's just the southernmost, you know, city in the United States down in Florida. It's very eccentric in some ways. It's got a lot of really good art, uh, museums down there, a lot of good dining that you can go walk around and again you can just walk right off and go to all these things, walking around the city, and then walk back on the, the, the ship whenever, whenever you let's want to. Let's be so honest, Michelle.
0: Let's be honest. Key West <laughs> is drinking day. That's what Key West is.
3: Well, okay. It's alcohol consumption <laughs> for some day. Some people, yes, yes. <laughs> yes there's a plethora of bars right on Duval <laughs> Street, and some people that is all they get to. So, <laughs> but there's something for
2: everybody. I mean, that, so. every every day that Period. you know, no what your interests are, there's something for everybody.
3: Yeah. We're,
0: we're going to talk about... And like
2: Glenn said, because I've been to Nassau so many
3: times, I don't get off the ship in Nassau because I've done Nassau unless I want to go to my favorite jewelry shop that is there. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get off to do that. But that's kind of a nice day if you've been on cruises before, and some of your listeners may have, that it's nice to stay on the ship because it's less crowded on the ship to do the spa or to sit by the pool and things like that, too. So it's a, it's a, it's a variety for everybody.
2: Yeah,
0: now, we yeah. are going to do some activities, um, some Horse Radio Network activities, although this is not a learning cruise. I know there's been a couple in the past that's been years, though, and I don't know if you've seen these along the way. You might have seen them, Lisa, where, where people yes. uh, dressage. I remember there was a dressage cruise a while back, but it was all you're going to be in a classroom for three quarters of the day. They had professional writers coming on to give lectures and all that. I don't want to go on a cruise ship and sit in a classroom. No. Um, that's not, this is not educational. This is for fun. We're having a good time. However, we are going to do some activities. One is we're going to have a group hotel and meet up the night before sailing. We'll have a group hotel. We're working that out with Michelle now and uh, a group rates at a, at a hotel near the airport or near the docks, one or the other. Correct. Yeah, and then near the airport. Near yeah. the airport. So the night, if you come in the night before, which we encourage you to do, never fly in the morning of the cruise because if you miss your flight or if it's delayed, you're screwed. So wow get in the night before. We're going to have a big meetup that night. Maybe I'll go to dinner together, that kind of thing. And then we're going to do a welcome meetup on board uh, after we sail and before dinner, where we hand out everybody's uh, wristbands and all the itineraries. And we're going to have a goodie bag for everybody. So with some swag. So we'll do that. We're going to, we're planning on all eating dinner together too. So our tables will be together. Uh, That doesn't mean you have to eat with us. You can go eat at the buffet (laughs) or whatever, you know, you can, you don't have to do that. And then we are we two out uh, two other activities. We have a pub crawl that's going to be led by party girl Leslie Wiley and hopefully denise our uh, denise who is our guest wrangler who's been to key west about 55 times and she knows every bar there intimately so um leslie and denise are going to lead the, the key west to pub crawl um and then we're going to send a shuttle or somebody out with a wagon to gather them all up and make it sure they, <laughs> they get back on the ship um, um so we of the other things that we're going to do that's really cool and we'll probably do this in the coca day we'll have we'll have everybody come back to the ship a little early we'll probably do this is we're going to do a horsey game show which is going to be an hour of game show price is right newlywed game trivia where we're going to give away have a good time and give away hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of prizes like we oh, always how do fun! yeah so we're gonna i've always wanted to be a game show host so there we go um <laughs> so we're gonna have a great thousands time with that what's that Thousands. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's right. I think
1: everybody should sign up for this cruise. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And, you know, we have great sponsors who always donate prizes. So that's not going to be a problem. So there we go. That's some of the activities that we have planned. I'm also going to do a horse husband's get together, probably in the casino (laughs) uh, or something (laughs) uh, at some point. So we'll have little itineraries for everybody and it should just be a lot of fun. Now, let's talk about prices here, real quick. Uh, Michelle?
3: So, we're um, the pricing, we have group space blocked, and in the group space, I have so many cabins blocked at these prices that I'm going to give you, but you can always book into the group, and if there's a sale going on a particular day that you're booking with me and it's better than our group rate, then you're going to get the better pricing, so don't worry about that, and then once you book with me as your agent, I watch prices, so if there's a better sale six months from now that comes out before we've paid final payment, I can adjust that too, so... Oh, the that's starting cool. rate is 500, yeah, 559 per person for an inside cabin. That's per person based on two people sharing. That includes also your gratuities. And what gratuities are is you tip people on a ship like your room steward who makes up your room every day, makes your bed for you. He's lovely, or she, and <laughs> makes you little tally animals. Those are fun. And then your people who work at your tables at dinner, and our set dinner time right now is 6 p.m., and um, we're going to eat as a group at that. But if you want to eat at the later dinner seating, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to worry about that. So 559 is a starting inside rate. 621 per person is the starting ocean view rate um, per person. And then we do have balconies and suites. We didn't put those in here, but you can always ask me to price those out for you. I'm happy to do that for you. And if that's your preferred kind of cabin that you'd like to book, then we can book that, and you'll still be part of our group. I slide you into that, so don't worry about that part. That includes your for charges, your fees, your gratuities. Um, it does not include alcoholic drinks. It does not include like Ben and Jerry's and specialty coffees. Those are extra charges. Uh, the drink packages you can, once you've booked with me, go look online and you can pre-purchase those before you get on. Sometimes they offer you a deal or you can get those the first day you get on the ship. So drinks, alcoholic drink packages are a big thing people ask about, but they're not part of this. They are an extra charge. Um, it does not include any kind of insurance or airfare. Those are extras. I can get you prices for both. or you can. Most people I encourage to do airfare on your own because your schedules, you'll just want to be more flexible in booking. Like we said, always come the night before if you can. If you can't, you have to be in by 1 p.m. the day that the ship is sailing out. If you're past 1 p.m., there's no guarantee you're actually going to make the ship because you have to check in and be on board at a certain time. Um, So those are the lead-in prices for the group prices. I have quite a few rooms available for those. Once they're gone, then I have to do what we call prevailing rates. So the day that you're calling me to book, whatever the prices are that day is is what I have to sell you at. But you'll get all the extra benefits of being part of the group and being part of um, being booking with us and things like that.
2: So I have a question, and and Glenn, this might be more of a question for you sure. than than for Michelle. So if I come and I cannot find like a friend to come with me, is there like a, a roommate matchup? Yeah, we're thing? doing
0: that actually in the auditor room, and we'll be doing that in the Special Horse Lovers Cruise uh, Facebook page. So they've already started actually the auditors kind of matching uh, up with other people. So yes, is the answer. To awesome. The question. Yep. Awesome. We're gonna we're gonna do our best on that. Um, Now, let's try and—we're going to run out of time, so I don't want to do that. Um, Let's try and uh, go through some of the questions. Rhonda put together the list of questions from the listeners. Rhonda, you want to go through those, and we'll just rapid-fire these.
1: Yep, yep. Okay, Um, one of the questions was, it's $500 for an infant. Why is that? And I think I know the answer. It's because of the the port taxes and— everything like that, but maybe you can expand on that, Michelle. They,
3: Yeah, that. so an infant, if an infant is, like I said, these prices are based on two people sharing, so if there's two adults going, an infant would pay less. They would pay, a third and fourth person sharing a room always pays less money that, than guest one and two, um, but they always have to charge, port charges and fees for anybody sailing. That's just a, a regulation. So that... Unfortunately, what cruise lines have done is they don't really discount for children they, they'll be charged at the third and fourth person rate, which may be a hundred or two hundred dollars less depending on the sailing, but they still are going to charge them something so and that's just their rules and since every cruise line does it, they're just royal Caribbean follows suit and they do it as well. so I know it doesn't make sense because we're not really eating, but they just they just charge. <coughs>
1: Okay. And then there were concerns about how dressed up everyone had to get, or maybe they wanted to get dressed up, but I think on a four <laughs> night, there's probably no formal night, right?
3: Right. There isn't. And dressing up, I mean, they don't really like you wearing blue jeans or shorts in the in the main dining room for dinner only. So that, I just tell people, most people wear slacks and they can wear a polo shirt. You can wear it nicer designed t-shirts even nowadays you don't have to wear form- formal wear but of course if you want to be dressy and dress up you you certainly can and there are people that like to do that because they don't go away very often but they don't have really strict formal nights anymore and you don't have to get super dressed up they're they're not particular about that if you do go to chops which is an extra restaurant there they do have a a specialty restaurant, you have to pay a cover charge to go to. They do expect you to be dressier there. But if you don't go to that restaurant, if you're just eating with the group, don't worry about it. I think most people will be fine.
0: Let's be honest. Uh, okay. When do we get to dress up as horse people? <laughs> this is perfect time to just get all fancy and dress. Right. I bought new suits and stuff. I'm all ready. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer went out and bought new outfits. Again, we don't ever get to get dressed up. We're always covered in poop.
1: Right. So this is perfect. <laughs> So are you going to declare a, a formal night for our table? I am. I'm declaring
0: formal horse people dress up night.
1: <laughs> oh, that can
0: be No poopy um, shoes okay, either. Next- you got to clean your shoes off before you get on the ship. It's required. That,
2: that's my idea of getting
1: dressed up. No <laughs> panic boots. No panic boots. <laughs> right. uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, they wanted to know about what alcohol they could bring on board. Is that two bottles of wine per cabin? It's, it's, so, it's so funny how that's always one of the biggest questions <laughs> I get. Um, can we bring those
3: on board? Um, you can bring wine or t- one bottle of wine per person onto the ship. Uh, it has to be in your checked bag that goes through a screening to go on the ship. You can bring, like, a carry-on bag or your purse, you know, into the ship, but you have to check your bag. It has to go through a security screening. That's where your wine or whatever has to be. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm reversing that. It has to be in your carry-on bag, so sorry. Yeah, I think they have to see it when you're coming in, right? It has to be in your carry-on bag because if it's in your check bag, they have broken in the past and they had glass and all sorts of things, so it has to be in your carry-on bags. But one per per person for the wine. Um, You could bring a six-pack of beer also instead of the wine, but most people typically bring wine. You cannot bring alcohol like vodka, bottles or anything like that they will confiscate those they will give them back to you at the end of the cruise but they will take them from you so it's only wine a six pack of beer that you can bring on how do you uh, think they you stock the buy. bar
0: uh that's how they stock the bar
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> telling you yeah and they do uh, you will get pulled down and what happens is they will call your room right when you get on they will pull you down to look at your bag and say is it your bottle of vodka we're going to keep it that happened that does happen so people think oh i'll get away with it no they they really will call you and say you can't bring on this bottle of vodka yeah, so, so why is uh,
2: that is that just is that is there some law is, that requires because it's the... a duty
3: free it's a duty free law that because they make money on alcohol on the ship and when you're in the bahamas too i tried to bring a bottle of wine back from the bahamas under the ship and they took it from me and they wrapped oh. it up and they gave it to me at the end of the cruise they give it to you the night before you leave so you can pack it in your luggage Got it. I thought I could bring a bottle of wine on import. I couldn't. Silly <laughs> <So we laughs> me. <mean. laughs> you know, okay. I try and break the rules. That's what I try and do. I try and do everything to see how it works. If you break the rules, what's going to happen? So I can tell clients. <laughs> to,
0: That's why I'm we like her. She's a rule breaker.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> okay, Michelle, do you have the um, dates for when is the last date to sign up and when is sure. the last date to cancel? Obviously, the
3: earlier you sign up, possibly the better rates you're going to get. That's typical of any kind of cruise. So, um, the, But you can sign up all the way up until the final payment date, which technically is the 29th of November. Um, but I am going to push that back. So if you pay, it's a $200 deposit per cabin to go. Even if you have three or four people, it's only $200 per cabin. That is fully refundable if you pay that to me via a credit card. It's fully refundable until the final payment date. I'm going to make that the 20th of November just to make that a hard and fast. So I have about a week of fluff, is what I call it, in case you're on vacation, I'm on vacation, we miss, miss each other. So the 20th of November... So around Thanksgiving. Um, you could still call me and cancel around Thanksgiving, yep. You know, within but the 28th of November is a hard stop. I can't do anything after that. Once you go beyond a final payment on a cruise you're in penalty with the cruise line. I have to pass those penalties on to you. And those will all be listed on your confirmation when you book when those dates are and what the penalties are.
0: And then the one other question we have... That's why I
3: suggest insurance.
0: (laughs) On that note, you pay your $200 deposit like Jennifer and I called you last week and we we did that. So we got our room reserved. So I would say two things. If you think you're going to go at all... Book a room. Second thing is, right. you know, pay your $200 deposit. Second thing, people were asking if they could make payments, and I don't know if you as the travel agency yep. do that or what.
3: Yep, you can. I, I, I'm I, happy to do that for you if you want to pay, like, say, keep this card on file, pay $100 a month. I can set something like that up, or you can just call me or email me and say, hey, put $300 more down. And, yes, you can pay. do a payment system with me per, um, one-on-one. That's not a problem at all. And you know what I, really... me, I do all your payments for you as your travel agent, so you don't call the cruise line for your payments or to shift rooms. I do all those types of things for you, but you will have access to what's called a cruise planner, where you can go on and do planning for your shore tours and look at your drink packages and look at the spa and things like that. You have access to that with your booking number that I'll give you all on your own, and you can look at all that stuff on
2: your own, too. You know what What strikes me? this This cruise is so affordable. I mean, Two hundred dollars, I mean, you know and then yeah. then you can make payments, and so it doesn't all have to come right. out of you know one lump sum, I mean, just about anybody can can afford this, so uh, I just yeah, think it's it's, a, it's, it's a awesome it is yeah. It's a it's a great way to start. All right. We've run out of
0: time, so we're going to let uh, Michelle go. But they definitely want to book with you. All the information is on horseloverscruise.com. All of Michelle's contact information is there. It's meitravel.com is their website as well. But if you just go to horseloverscruise.com, you'll find all the information. We did have one other question that just came in on Internet. Internet is available. It's an extra cost on the ship. Uh, you don't, you know, you're going for four days. You could get, get away without it. Plus yeah, you, you you probably you can't find buy packages for you can, that though, yeah. Yeah, and you can buy packages for it. Uh we have to because of obviously we have a radio network that might go haywire while we're gone. So, <laughs> you know, we have to keep an eye on that. But if we didn't have that, I probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't do it at all. Uh but we we do have to let you go. Thank you so much for all your help okay. in making this happen. Now you're going you're along welcome. with us, you said, right?
3: I
1: am. I booked Yay. my room last week, so I will be there. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Great. Excited. Yay. Good job. I've, I've been working with Michelle for about seven years, and I haven't met her yet.
0: There you go. Well, and that price guarantee is a good thing. I'm sure that Rhonda has found that, too, yeah. where where you know the prices have changed. And uh, in all the cruises you've taken, you must have had one or two that have gotten better prices along the way So, um, yeah. with, with everything you've done. Well, thank you, Michelle.
3: We really appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Hey, thank you for Bye. the opportunity. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye. You too.
0: There's one stop that has horses uh, on the cruise, and that's in Nassau, and where you can go take a ride on the beach, and hopefully I am going to have to call her live on the air here. Uh, we're going to have, it's called Happy Trail Stables, and I hope we're going to have Susan coming on from Happy Trail Stables to talk a little bit about that and the opportunities available there, as well as how they take care of horses on an island like that. Hi. How, how are you doing? Good. You're on the air with us, so I wanted to warn you about that. We have Lisa, Rhonda, and myself, and we're so excited to talk to you today.
4: Yeah. Yes. I'm, nice to hear from you.
0: Now, Happy Trails Stables. There's not a lot of stables on Nassau, is there?
4: We are the only one. Nassau um, is on the island of New Providence, which is 27 by 7, so it's a very tiny place. And we are the only public stable here. There are a few private owners, but we're the only people that offer riding to visitors.
2: Wow. How many horses do you have, Susan?
4: We've got 12 in at the moment. We're very small. Um, Two of them are retired, so we've got 10 that actually work the trails.
2: Now,
0: Got you it. offer, so, so like cruise day, when our cruise gets in full of horse people, um, you offer two different rides. You take six out at a time, right? That that could fit into yes. the day we're in the port.
4: Yes. Yeah. Um, the two pickup times are 8.15 in the morning and 10.45 in the morning. And we can take seven people at a push each time.
0: Now, you, you guarantee that they get back to the boat? Is there a guarantee there?
4: Absolutely, okay. yes. Uh, the 8.15 gets you back to the boat around oh, about 11.45, and the 10.45 would get you back to the boat around about 2.15. We've never had anybody miss the boat yet.
2: <laughs> Good to know.
0: And you know, those that <laughs> yes. do have to clean the stalls, they have to hang around <laughs> and put, put them to work. So, so now, Susan, tell us about the ride. What happens when, when, when uh, our group shows up?
4: Well, we bring you out to the stables, which is about 35 minutes away from the port. Uh, It's on the southwestern end of the island. And uh, we give you, we sign you up, of course, do the business, and then we give you a little instruction period where the guides pop you onto your horses and make sure that the equipment suit you that they stir up the correct length Uh, for the newbie people I'm sure your people aren't newbies but uh, for the people that we have that have never ridden before we have to show them how to hold the reins what buttons to press etc and that takes about 20 to 25 minutes and then the ride goes out through the woods and along the beach and but we advertise it as one and a half hours but truthfully we're usually out there about two hours uh, they stop out on the beach so that you can get photographs of yourself and your horse on the sand, in the water, etc. And the horses go into the water, about up to their ankles or knees, depending on the height of the tide that day.
2: Okay? Very cool. That sounds awesome. Now, big question here. Do you ride English or Western or both? We ride English. That's what I was
4: on. I, Yeah, and we have a couple of horses that are in endurance saddles, which is sort of like the Western but without right. a horn. Right. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep, I'm sure people will want to know that.
4: Yes, yes. Yeah. It, it really doesn't make much difference, but when, it's not a great test of skill. You're not going galloping around. The insurance doesn't allow that, but uh, it's a walk and trot. And even if you've only ever ridden Western, you'll quickly adapt to the
2: English. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, I, I used to train horses in Western Washington State, and we were right on the beach. And if, if people have never ridden a horse on the beach, I mean, that's like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You have to try it. It's just it's just a phenomenal it's experience. Gorgeous.
4: Yes. Yeah, it really is gorgeous, yeah.
2: Now, I would yeah.
0: I did want to say that one of the concerns that horse people always have when traveling to uh, places outside the United States to ride at mm-hmm. a stables is a lot of times the horses are not very well cared for. They're skinny. Yeah, and, you know, that drives horse people insane. So before yeah. I even talked to you and before I did a lot of research and I went through reviews of, of Happy Trails stables and in a lot of those reviews there were pictures and your horses look like they're fat and happy.
4: Oh, they are. There are children. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, yes. Um, you, we we have uh, we got the TripAdvisor Certificate of Excellence since 2016. Uh, we have a lot of pleased customers. Um, if you go on to rideahorseonthebeach which is how you book with us, you'll see pictures of all the horses and our place. Now, we had a little bit of damage with the hurricane in October. Oh. got a few roofs missing. Should be all back on by the time you reach so. Um, but uh apart from that, you can see on our website just exactly how our horses look and how our places look.
2: Now, I I know you're on a small island. How do you get your hay and grain and 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 equipment? I mean, do you have to like pay huge delivery charges?
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no idea. Um, a a seventy-pound bale of hay costs here anything between thirty-five to forty-one dollars. Wow! How? Yes. Yeah, um, it starts off in Miami at $11, 12 and by the time it's been freighted over and we've paid the taxes and there's a value-added tax that we have to pay here and the brokerage, this is what it costs. It's Holy very, very, expense, very expensive, very um, expensive. This is why we only have 12 horses, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. believe me. Wow. Um, <laughs> Anything more than that, you're into huge money. Um, the equipment, of course, we get it sent in from the states the The farrier has to come over every six weeks the Wait
0: a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Susan, wait a minute. You pay yes. a farrier to fly to Nassau. Every, what a gig that is. That's a good gig for a farrier.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, um, <laughs> the, the, good, the good farriers are very busy, so <laughs> you have to sort of wait till they're ready. But, um, yeah, there's, there's nobody here, really, that's qualified to do much with horses. Um, so if you're going to do it properly, you've got to do it properly. End of story. Yeah. Uh, if the equipment breaks, you've got to learn how to... <laughs> do it yourself. Uh, We used to um, have to fly over to Miami to pick everything up, but these days with uh, buying things online, we can get it sent. Um, What about your veterinarian? uh, We have a couple of vets on the island who who are qualified for horse work, and um, we've now got equipment. We used to have to do x-rays over at Atlantis in the Sea Lions X-ray room, which was big <laughs> enough to take a horse. <laughs> um, it's horse it, sea it, lion. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> and it had to be a very well-behaved horse because the room wasn't all that big. Um, but now they, they do have a couple of the vets here have got uh, – um, equipment. You know, for this sort of equipment, the big equipment, it's not really worthwhile for vets to bring stuff in here because there's so few horses. You right. see, um, and medications are another thing. Uh, you know, that you the medications have an expiry date. And um, one of the one of my friends here was a vet said he spent his time throwing stuff away because he just never used it. Um I know. And uh, we have the teeth floated once a year by a very nice vet who comes in from Florida and all the horse owners
2: share the expense of that here on the island. She
4: stays for about three or four days and
2: just works her way through everybody. I can just Um, say that your whole life is just one big planning session. Yes, it is indeed. It's, it's a planning <laughs> well, and a
4: gamble. You've <laughs> got to be a gambler to live here, believe me. <laughs> and you know, we
0: we, um, we, uh, we we when we run out of hay, we just run into town and grab a couple of bales. You guys can't run yeah. out of hay. You got to you got to have no. that yeah. container coming in Always. at the right time.
4: Wow! So Always so- we have to be three to four weeks ahead of the, the game, and, and if so push nobody- comes to shove, sorry. No, uh, I, I say push comes to shove. We can go out, and um, there is a, an old cow farm not far from us with that was growing a, uh, a grass called Guinea grass, which is um, very palatable. And so, if push comes to shove, and a couple of times we had to do that, we send one of the guys out with the truck to go and get a load of Guinea grass just to keep them going till the next hay shipment arrives. That
2: was my question. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Does yes. Does anybody
4: go <laughs> no, ahead? <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. because hay just doesn't grow here at all. I mean, there's just no way. Uh, Hay doesn't do well in the tropics.
0: I can see you flying to uh, Miami and and picking up a couple bales of hay and bringing them through the carry-on, Yeah, (laughs) throwing them up in the overhead. (laughs) (laughs) we thought of it, believe (laughs) (laughs) me. Susan, where can people book with you? Now, it is $150, and we, we had a couple comments on that, but I think we've just explained why it is um you know it's because it is not cheap to keep the horses there and i think another difference is you have fat healthy horses whereas some of the trail rides we've seen in some other countries that wasn't the case because they don't feed the horses so um, Uh, you
4: know honestly if you go to these caribbean countries and the riding is cheap Trust me, the horses are not good. <laughs> okay, yeah. if, if you think it's getting a deal, uh, no, you don't get a deal like that with horses. Yeah. And our price does include the round trip transportation to and from. The oh, that port was good, okay,
0: good question. Okay, yep. As
4: well, yeah. That that that's an all inclusive price. There are no other taxes on it. We try to keep it down as much as possible uh, and make it doable for people. But uh, to book with us, you go online. You can call us directly, of course, but you go online to uh, rideahorseonthebeach.com to our website, and there is a booking form which you fill in. Um, And we ask for Visa or MasterCard on this secure booking form. This is just to hold your booking. We don't run it until we see you. The only way we would run it is if you were a no-show, if we just arrived at the port and you weren't there. Um, And it's fairly simple. It works. You know what? So
0: far. My Jennifer said she just tried beach dot com and it did not work. Um, but we have oh. a website called RidingBahamas.com, dot com. Um, okay. So you might want to check that other one. I do know Riding Bahamas oh. works. If that's you, I think it's you. <laughs> so yes, uh, yeah. yes,
4: could be. Yes, yeah. Yes. Happy Trail okay. Stables. I, I, yep. Yes. Okay. Communications here are very difficult. Things don't always work. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, <laughs> believe me. we'll check on that. We
0: have a link to it also on our uh, webpage for this, horseloverscruise.com. Uh, we have a link to it. So you'll find Great. it there. Um, and the booking, yeah. and Jennifer said, and the booking works. So everything's working yeah. on riding yeah. Thank you, Susan, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. And we'll see you in February.
4: Yes. And thank you for having me. All right. See
0: oh, you soon. Bye <laughs> bye. Before we wrap this up, Rhonda, tell us, give us the sales pitch about why you think people should try the cruise if they haven't cruised before.
1: I think there's a lot of people that think that they're afraid of being on a ship or they think they're going to be stuck on a small, but there's nothing small about a ship. It's not a boat, it's a ship. (laughs) Um, But it's lovely. It's lovely just to sit on deck and watch the water go by. Or to be busy doing things. I know my mother on her first cruise, it was 19 days, so she brought a book or two, thinking that she would. She never got to them. She was so busy wow. doing other things because there's so many things to do. There's if you look in the navigator that they give you every night um, before bed, there, there's things to do the next day that are like there's um, galley tours of the kitchen. We did that on our last cruise. Um, some are extra charges, some are free, and it's just really a well-rounded <laughs> vacation. They always have entertainment,
0: the and they have, we played bingo, yeah. I can't tell you, last time I played bingo was on the cruise, 20 years ago. Um, but if you
2: wanted to just and sit and watch the water, you could.
0: Yeah. <clears <clears <throat> and eat. Yeah. Did I mention and, the food? Yeah, you can yeah.
1: have whatever vacation <laughs> you want to have.
0: Now, the food, let's talk <laughs> a little bit the about the that, I want to end Glenn, on food. Have, Glenn,
2: have you had breakfast yet? I mean, you're just
0: no. I want to end on food, the food. <laughs> because you're literally like when you go to these dinners, they have a set menu, and you can say, "I want to try these two dishes," and they bring you both. I said to the to the waiter the first night, "These waiters are unbelievable, and entertainers too. They also sing and dance." Um, and I said to our waiter the first night, "I love chocolate." He brought me every chocolate dessert they had every night. So I'd like some nights I had four chocolate desserts. Um, wow. Yeah, he just brings them out. He didn't even ask. After yeah. that, they learn very quickly, right, Rhonda? Yeah. What you like and don't like,
1: and, and they will go. They'll go to a different restaurant to get the food that you want. Like there was one when we were on the Oasis. We, I said, there's no French fries on the menu, and about ten minutes later, there was a huge plate of French fries that my whole I was there with my parents and my in laws, and the six of us all dug in. Wow, <laughs> they were really good. And he just put them in the middle of the table, and we had French fries, even though they weren't on the menu. So um, yeah, the service is unbelievable. They do things like the the server or the yeah the server puts the napkin on your lap when you sit down, and things that we're just not used to. But right. it's a little bit um, it is a little bit of fun. Well, plus difference than you get home, and nobody puts the napkin on your lap.
0: Plus, you can go to the uh, there's a buffet that's pretty much open. What are they open twenty four seven in the buffet or early morning to late at night? Not. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're yeah, they're usually six or seven in the morning. It depends on when they're docking. If you're docking at seven, then the buffet is going to be open by six, so that you can get eaten and and get off the ship. Um, if it's a sea day, which we're not having any, but if it is, sometimes they're not open till seven. Um, there's also a gym, go to the gym first, um,
0: pools, lots of pools,
1: which
0: and we often do saunas and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: one of the things that yep. Jennifer brought up and was brought up by one of our listeners is claustrophobia. Um, mm-hmm. and Jennifer is as claustrophobic as they get. Trust me. She is as claustrophobic as they get. And she didn't have any trouble at all because as Rhonda said, it's a big ship. Well, it's a yeah. big ship. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it took you, us. You could be outside the whole time. Yes. Well, That's right. Not in your cabin, but Yeah. Yeah, you, when you're up on deck, you couldn't be claustrophobic because you're outside. <laughs> <laughs> we we I think, Go ahead. I was just saying, I think
2: that big ships too for those people who are worried about seasickness. Um it, it's not like being on a little boat, I would imagine. It's it's a bigger kind of a a smoother roll than than some of the the smaller boats hmm. people might have been on.
1: Yeah. And it yeah, my last cruise was so smooth. I was actually kind of disappointed it was so smooth because there was no, I, I like a bit of motion, um, but there really wasn't any on the last one. And it was, we barely even knew that we were sailing.
0: Wow! Matter of fact, if you stayed inside the inner parts of the ship, you wouldn't even know you were on the water. <laughs> it's it's wow. so big. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Rhonda, for helping us out here and for being our tour guide coming up on the cruise and and uh, everything you you do for the Horse Radio Network. We truly appreciate you.
2: Thank you, Rhonda. Okay, great.
0: Thanks, Rhonda. Take it was care.
1: Nice to meet you, Lisa.
2: Nice to meet you too. Okay, Hope bye-bye. I get to meet you in person someday.
1: Horse
0: yes, lo- you should come on this cruise. Yes, we're going to we're gonna con- we're gonna convince Lisa. You you watch. <laughs> we're going convince her. All right, thanks, Rhonda. Talk to you later. Yes.
1: Okay, now,
0: thanks. Horseloverscruise.com is the place where you'll find it, uh, and also search on Facebook for Horse Lovers Cruise, and you'll find a special closed group there, and we've already had people joining that right now. So that's good.